What is up? Welcome back. We're back with more of the Mount Rushmore podcast, and I think that this week is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm Andrew. Miles is excited. He's the <laughs> one that said woo. He's a woo-hooer. Woo-hoo. <laughs> That's all I say. Oh, I mean, and, that, and the sentence explaining that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I... This one was hard. I'm going to say this one was hard, but we will get into that. Miles, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Excited for this. Uh, like you said, touching the point of how this is hard, it's hard to determine the worst playoff teams of all time because, like, you have to be good to get there. So it's kind of <laughs> – it's <laughs> You're hard. You're like picking the, the worst of the best, which is, yeah, it's very hard. Contradiction in itself, yeah. Yeah, so this week we are going to go through and we are going to determine who is on the Mount Rushmore of bad playoff football teams, professionally speaking. Uh, because uh, if I had my pick, every Alabama uh, college football team would on the, be on the Mount Rushmore of bad college football teams because <laughs> they're all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so we're yeah. just going to stick with the NFL. I'm a Buckeyes fan. Uh, so yeah, I think this will be fun. Uh, if you're new here, this is the Mount Rushmore podcast. We we go through and we determine what's on the Mount Rushmore of different things. Uh, this is our fourth episode. Guys, we're at like 30 total downloads, which I think is incredible. Uh, I mean, it's not like earth shattering or anything, but like we're just two random kids from Texas and North Carolina. And not kids. I mean, yeah. I'm quite, quite an old man. I just sound really young. Uh, <laughs> Have those young uh, features. Yeah. yeah, I'm quite the baby face, uh, <laughs> but I'm 87. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we, we just have this idea and we're just seeing where it goes. And we have a 30 downloads and we hope to get 30 million more. <laughs> yeah, come on, so, guys. Let's keep uh, that going. Plug it now. Hit that subscribe button, download and leave reviews and like and follow us on wherever. We'll hit all those things in the end, though. Uh, but I'm excited to dive right in. All right. Uh, because, Miles, I don't know if you know this, but I don't generally watch professional football huh. uh, because I'm from the state of Ohio, you know, and quite outside of the Buckeyes, we really don't have professional football. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if wow. you can call it that in Cincinnati and Cleveland, and they've just not been great, especially Cleveland. Yeah. So I, I really had to – do my research and like really come down to who I think is the worst. I mean, I do watch football. I know what it is. So yeah. Miles, you yeah. may be taking the lead on this with everything. All right. Uh, you want me to give it a start? Yeah, let's, let's, let's go in the start. And, and Miles, I don't know if you have been doing this on, on your uh, Mount Rushmore, but I, I don't think I have, uh-huh. but this week is going to be the start for me that I'm going to go from the, number four position and work my way up to who I think is the worst. Okay. Of all I'll, time. I'll follow that. Trend. Yeah. Uh, some would say the George Washington position of Matt Rushmore. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm down with that. Starting from the bottom, going to the top. It makes sense. Um, we'll, we'll drake it. We'll drake it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. Um, so my yeah, list. I'll start it off. Then yeah. um, the number four was, my, I picked the 2007 Patriots. Um, really? Yeah, I feel like they had an easy path to the Super Bowl. Um, the, I mean, the AFC has been not very competitive for years. 
Um, back then, the only three teams that were consistently competing were Tom Brady's team, Ben Roethlisberger's, and Peyton Manning's. They just had that... Well, they were undefeated first off, and then they go to the Super Bowl, and they lose to the Giants, which I completely understand this was a good team. Um, I mean, they had Randy Moss, Tom Brady. The, I mean, this team was stacked, but they just couldn't get it done. And that was just... I put them there because it's kind of hard to determine this, and I wanted to put, like, a devastating Super Bowl loser in there, but I didn't feel like it was the worst, so I put them at number four. But, huh. but yeah, they had lost to a team they had already beat, so to me that was kind of like, uh, it's like, come on. <laughs> like. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to disagree with your assessment of them being a bad playoff team. Yeah. Um, because Tom Brady, yeah, Tom Brady, and uh, in in my research, I came across this uh, the statistic mm-hmm. uh, that I believe it was this game that the New England Patriots were fourteen point favorites against the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, going into the game, so you you don't. They had an, um, sorry. Uh, they had an easy path in the sense, like they played Jacksonville and then San Diego, so it wasn't like top tier teams that they were playing against. And then they played the Giants, who were, let's see, the only team. No, every team they played was from the wild card, so like they were playing teams that were tired. So like you see what I'm saying from that point. Like I understand the fact that it's like, oh, it may not have been the easiest path, but like they played wild card teams, a number five seed, a number three, and a number six in the Super Bowl, or no, another number five in the Super Bowl. I see. I'm. I'm going to disagree that uh, <clears throat> that they had an easy path. Uh, both the Jaguars and the Chargers, mm-hmm. eleven and five. Gotcha. Uh, now Jacksonville was eleven to five and second in the AFC South, so that means that there was a better team than them. Yeah, San Diego they they won the AFC West that year. Um, now I think that they had an easier path, at least to the conference championship, because they played the Titans and the Colts at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, no, they were at Indianapolis, but they played Tennessee at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing about San Diego is, uh, and 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 I lived in California at this at this time. So I had to deal with all these annoying San Diego Charger fans who at the <laughs> beginning of the year were like, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And, then, and they still do that every single year. <laughs> Whether they're bad, good, there's at least one annoying fan that's like, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Every other team's trash. We're going to beat <laughs> Tom Brady. I'm like, you know they're not. The team's garbage. Yeah. Now this year they <laughs> they got really close. <laughs> yeah. This, so, yeah. And they were good. And, and you look at who's on their team um, – you know, this is like prime time Philip Rivers, yeah, uh, leading the team. Uh, who else do they have? Uh, Chris Chambers, Ladanian Tomlinson, yeah. um, Antonio Gates. So the offense, I think, was really stacked. But then you had the defense. You had Cromartie. Um, you had uh, Manti Teo's girlfriend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Qu- uh, so not really. Uh, Quentin Jammer, like the, all these names that, like to me, at least because I was around it, you know, mean something to me. So, yeah. uh, although I disagree with your assessment, mm. uh, it's on your Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else that you could use to defend their how bad they are? I mean. 
regular seat. It was more of a disappointment that they had this run and then losing the Super Bowl. Okay. Like, yeah. I can get behind that the the disappointment. I I have people like that on my list, so I, I can I can get behind the disappointment that they didn't live up to their potential. And that's why that's kind of like okay, it's my number four. All right, I'm not starting at the top, so it's yeah. not like yeah, this is definitely the worst <laughs> team ever. But like yeah, no, okay, no, I I, I can I can totally that. agree with that they didn't live up to their potential. I agree with that. Okay. All right. So, New England Patriots, you know, that's a far cry because uh, two weeks ago, they were one of my best playoff football teams of all time, even though they lost yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're in completely opposite directions here. I knew we were going <laughs> to buy heads there. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well, you know, let's, I mean, but you want to talk about who's still around? Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, <laughs> 10 years later. The other teams, well, actually, they're playing Jacksonville, so... Oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) What's going to happen? I don't know. Maybe Uh, a prediction. (laughs) Maybe at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So so that's your number four, huh? Yep, that's my number four. What about you? Okay, so I'm gonna go my number four, and we're. I think that it it might be good that we stick with the. Disappointing that they didn't live up to their potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go the 2000 to 2004 Philadelphia Eagles. Oh yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, during that time they made the NFC Championship game every year, <laughs> and they only won it once. Yeah. And then they made it to the Super Bowl, uh, and then they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So once again, a disappointing season. Yeah. Um, and that score, I, I, I was like, well, they only lost by three in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, they, they only lost by three, but they were down the entire game. And it, and they'd only lose three because they got a late score. Um, so it wasn't as close as they made it seem. Um, so I chose it because of unrealized potential. Uh, you look yeah. at the team, Donovan McNabb, Brian Westbrook, Brian Dawkins, and Andy Reid uh, as the head coach. Um, and then that was – leading up to their Super Bowl run. In the Super Bowl run, uh, they picked up defensively Javon Curse and uh, Terrell Owens on on, uh, on the offense, which yeah. really helped, I think, boost the team that year. Yeah. Um, now, at the same time, I don't think that anyone actually thought that they would win the games that they won. No. Uh, because it's, it's Philadelphia. They're a traumatized sports city all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of Philadelphia and anything. <laughs> not a fan of the fran- the fans at all uh but uh no i understand that yeah this was th- this was like prime uh donovan mcnab as well uh people i think he's very underrated as a quarterback and he was kind of on that cutting edge of uh not only being a decent passer but also able to scramble uh yeah and kind of eliminating the pocket and and making things happen, which I think has become the norm in the NFL. Yeah. The only uh, thing, like, problem-wise I have with that is that they got to the NFC Championship four years in a row, so it's like they won playoff games. All right, like, I know they lost the Super Bowl, but no, playoffs in general. I know that's kind of contradictive to what I said, but my team didn't make it four years in a row. Um, they, they made it in 2011, but they didn't. 
repeat like that. You know, that makes me think of the um, Buffalo Bills. They went to the Super Bowl four years in a row and lost every single one. Yeah, see, like, I and I was I was actually contemplating including them. Yeah. Um, but to me, since I I, I wasn't alive. Yeah. Uh, when that happened, or maybe I was really young. I'm quite sure when it happened, maybe like the late '80s or something like that. Um. Yeah. Early '90s, late '80s. Early '90s. Yeah, because I yeah I was like two years old, so I I really didn't care about football then. Um. But I do remember yeah. this, and there was such big potential and hype every time they're like oh they made it back yeah. they made it back and, and and it's not like they were like the uh what are the the seattle seahawks that were seven and nine like yeah uh 2000 uh, 2000 they made the playoffs they were 11 and five but they didn't make it the championship yeah. 2001 they went 11 and five 2002 yeah. 12 and four 12 and four in 2003 again 2004 13 and three yeah. so it's 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 not like they were like just barely making it through the season too. They were, they were uh, New England Patrioting everything before the New England Patriots were a thing, or at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, you know, people also forget that uh, Andy Reid. Uh, the next year in 2005, they didn't make the playoffs, but they did the year after that, lost again, and then in 2008 they made it back to the championship game. Uh, this time as nine six and one, so it's kind of almost a fluke. But they lost that game as well. So yeah. I, I I do have to give props to Andy Reid because you know he's a consistent winner. And then they fired him, and now he's at the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, uh, doing great things again. Not necessarily winning, but yeah. just kind of maintaining that consistency of doing well and making the playoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. So um, I'm trying to think. Let's see what else like. Andy Reid was coach of the year one of those years as well, but when they lost. So I think that just shows that they are a little bit overrated as well. Yeah. Uh, because they, they shouldn't have lost, I think, most of those years. They should have beat the Patriots because yeah. if I remember correctly, the Patriots didn't play that well in the Super Bowl. I I remember part of that. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about, though, because I remember watching it, but I don't remember all of it. I was younger. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it seemed like it was a close game. Yeah, it, it really was. It was like 7-0, 7-7, 14-7, 21-7, 21-14, like something like that. Yeah. That it, 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 you didn't know. It wasn't a blowout. It, you wanted to keep yeah. watching to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm sure that, that Philadelphia Eagle fans will disagree with us. Uh, because they're also – they're not quite as annoying as San Diego Charger fans – but they're aggressive. <laughs> That's true. You can tweet at us out. Mount Rush Pod. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get booze for this one. I can just feel it already. So, <laughs> but. Oh, boy. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So, yeah, I think interesting that we both had our number four as uh, teams that didn't quite live up to potential. Yeah, I kind of like that. We haven't even talked, by the way, if you're listening. We haven't talked about our teams yet. Um I think that's what we're going to do moving forward, maybe. But, like, we haven't even discussed what our things were going to be. Topics, our uh, choices there. I kind of discussed my number three, but I didn't tell you hardly anything about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't, we have not prior to right now uh, talked about 
what our what our teams are. So we're we're catching this on the fly. Yeah, you're hearing it as I am. <laughs> Same <Yep>. with him. <laughs> yep. So Miles. Yep. Tell, tell me your uh, your number three. Worst um, of the best. Best of the you. worst. The best of the worst. All right. So, oh, well, the worst of the best again. So for this one, I didn't pick just a specific year. Okay. I picked the franchise of the Cincinnati Bengals from 2005 <laughs> until present. Okay. And okay, so since 2005, the Cincinnati Bengals are 0 and 7 in playoff games. Okay. Ooh, okay. From 2011 to 2015, so 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15, they all made the playoffs and lost every single year. Mm-hmm. Okay. They showed up and left. X did first game. They only averaged 12.9 points per game during these. What is it? 2018 now? Yeah. 13 years of um, play. And 1991 was their last playoff win. And they've never won a Super Bowl. I mean, this team, they get there, but they exit just as soon as they get there. That's kind of how it's been for them. And, and the AFC has not been as competitive as the NFC has been over years. There's been about two or three teams that have been at the top tier but usually, like, wild card teams will, like, go back and forth like the Houston Texans. Like, mm-hmm. they'll win, lose, win, lose. But, like, Cincinnati Bengals are just like, hey, we made the playoffs. We'll see you next year. I mean, that's it. There's nothing there. All right, so I've got it set up now. We're recording again and basically picking up. I had just finished talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 0-7 in playoff games. They lost every game in the wild card from 2011 to 2015. Um, average 19 point, I'm sorry, 12.9 points per game. Um, 1991 was the last playoff win, and they've never won the Super Bowl. So, so we're back. Yeah, Miles, are we back? Yeah, we're good. We're good to go. Hey, fix the technical difficulties. This because right. Miles is a technical genius. <laughs> Call one eight hundred Mount Rush Pod to have <laughs> all of your. Uh, technical problem solved <laughs> yeah, it's just to be unplug your computer and plug it back and there you go you turn it <laughs> off and put it back on yeah. uh, <laughs> little it crowd for you um so yeah so i don't think that it picked up that saying that uh uh i was actually watching the the game in 2005 when they played against the Steelers. i believe that was the game that carson palmer uh went down injured in like the first quarter mm. and then they really had no hope because if you look at their backups uh, their backups were like John Kitna and Craig Krenzel. <laughs> and and yeah, Craig Krenzel did lead the Buckeyes to a national championship. Barely. He was not that good of a quarterback. And John Kitna, if he was so good, then we would talk more about him right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, but then that, I mean, I think that making it to the playoffs is a great success, but you have to win from time to time. Uh, and that, you know, unfortunately that, didn't really happen ever yeah um and it's not like they're i mean the teams they're playing against were okay i guess the 2009 jets i mean world beaters there hello uh the 2011 houston texans actually won the afc south so that's not bad but they played them again the the next year yeah. Uh, and they were also actually they were better the next year. <laughs> so, uh, but it was a much closer game. Yeah. Uh, and then you had those annoying Chargers again, who, uh, yeah, they barely made it out of the AFC West. So some of these games they should have won. Yeah. Uh, I, 
it's just like, yeah, I, I agree that this is a not a very good playoff team. <laughs> consistently. Uh, consistently not yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, you know, better be consistent than not consistent. It's true. So, uh, I, I, there's a fun little fact that I heard, uh, and it was in, I moved back to, actually, I moved, I live in Texas now, I moved back to Ohio from California. Mm-hmm. All over the place in two thousand, uh, early two thousand eleven, late two thousand ten, um, and so I was kind. Of, I was in Ohio during this time, and I, I, uh, a lot of people are surprisingly Bengals fans huh. uh, in Columbus. I, it's just they, it's just, just you know they lived, they grew up in Cincinnati, they grew up in Cleveland, and lived all over. Yeah, uh, they maintained that. And one of these people I met, his name's Barry. Uh, shout out to Barry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he he's a middle aged man who grew up in Cincinnati, big Bengals fan, big football fan in general, uh, and I I think it was him who told me that the Bengals uh, are one of the most profitable football teams in the NFL. Dang, why is and it? Because they're 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 profitable because although they're not great, yeah, uh, they don't spend a lot of money either, but they still sell out. You know, most of the games that they that they play. Huh. Uh, and they still sell a lot of merchandise. So all, and they have a great TV deal. So because of that, they end up making great money. Unfortunately, it just doesn't, you know, turn into <laughs> success because yeah. I think because of the stinginess. And if you notice, like the teams that did well were the ones that actually had, you know, decent free agent pickups and uh, you know d- decent drafts and and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so uh, it definitely shows the uh, the the skill and take it takes to run a, a an organization, not necessarily just to be profitable. Yeah. So here's to the Bengals. Let's hope that they uh, <laughs> might win a playoff game someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only been uh, almost thirty years. <laughs> yeah, it's getting close. You got it's three years. Close. Hey, but you know what I have to say? Shout out to Marvin Lewis. Yeah, really. For for being on the team for so long, he got hired in two thousand and three. Dang, he's been with the team for fourteen years. Not always successful, but you know, he. I think he announced that this year is going to be his last year. Uh, Miles, you might know. Yeah, I'd heard they had talked about even firing, but I think him be like, "Yeah, it's my last year," so they're like, "Eh." Actually, take that back. On January second, twenty eighteen, it was announced that Lewis has signed a two-year contract extension. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! Yeah, good job, Marvin Lewis. You are an excellent head coach. Uh, not actually coaching, just in maintaining your job. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> so he's like, yeah. So remember all those years we went to the playoffs back to back to back to back. It's like, what did you do for us? <laughs> no silverware, but um, they get at the dinner table, I guess. But the, that's the thing. He's not actually that bad of a head coach. He's had actually only one, two, three, four, five. He's had five under 500 seasons out of 13. When you play the Browns twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a gimme right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> still though, still, uh, if you can maintain your your employment, all the power to you. I mean, if you get three bye weeks, I mean, you'd see improvement. <laughs> 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 True. Yeah. True. Oh my! Oh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I hope you win a playoff game. Uh, <laughs> we're rooting for you. 
I'm rooting for you. You know who we should be rooting for as well? Who's that? Uh, the 2016-2017 wildcard round. <laughs> yeah. That, that and, and, and I just happened upon this as I was doing my research. Huh. Um, I'm just going to read these things off for you. And, uh, and at the end, uh, we'll have another little fun fact. 2016-2017 okay. uh, wildcard round. So actually, this is just, just a year ago. Yeah. Uh, Houston beat Oakland by 13. Uh, it's not that bad, but when you that's not like a big score. But when you consider that Brock Osweiler was the was the starting quarterback, uh, and it's all been down from here for or from there for for him. Brock yeah. Osweiler, let's say that Brock Osweiler won, has won a playoff game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Um, let's see. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Detroit Lions by twenty. Um, and this will also carry over into a uh, future Mount Rushmore pick of mine. Uh, Detroit, they, Detroit Lions were on the road, and they have not won a road playoff game since 1957. Whew. Dang. Granted, they're playing Seattle. Seattle always plays great at home. Doesn't matter if they're bad, good. They play great at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, other notable uh, score, Green Bay beat the New York Giants by 25. Which is borderline blowout territory right there. Yeah, that's. I'd say 15 plus is a blowout, <laughs> really. I mean, especially in football when it's supposed to be as competitive. Um, how many points did they oh. score, the Giants? Uh, I'm actually pulling it up right now just because I needed to uh, have some other fun facts. 2017 NFL playoffs. Okay, so the Giants scored 13. So it was 38 to 13. Okay, so yeah, I would consider that. that. Game. <laughs> would... Um, now, also playing into uh, Green Bay's favor mm-hmm. is that they were at Lambeau Field. Yeah. And it was a balmy 14 degrees at kickoff. Dang. So, you know, they had, your Green Bay always plays pretty well at home as well. Yeah. yeah so you have that going for you. Um, let's see. So. I think that this was also the year that hold on, where is it? Actually the conference runners up. Uh I was gonna say Green Bay was it Yeah Green Bay I feel like every year they have a point where they it's like I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs. And yeah, they actually finished the year they started the year four and six. Yeah. Uh and then they won six in a row to kinda go into the playoffs, which really helped them. I mean they made it to the conference championship, uh where they then got blown out by the Falcons. <laughs> Uh, but then we all know how the Falcons ended up, <clears throat> twenty-eight to three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I, I dare I say that this was like the uh, this was start the start of the downfall of the uh, New York Giants because they didn't have a good year this year. They were second in the NFC East at eleven and five, but uh, you know I think this might have been the peak for the. For the Giants, because they got beat bad. So that was your number th- uh, three team, the Giants. Uh, that was that was uh, well, no, not the Giants. Uh, the entire wild card round. Oh, okay. The entire you. wild card round was my was my pick, uh, just oh. because of how bad it was. Um, and he, yeah. here's the fourth game of the wild card round. The, the Steelers beat the, the the Miami Dolphins by 18. Um, yeah. But neither team played well. Neither team played well. Neither team. I played remember great. that. I remember that game. So, 
Uh, here are some here are some stats. Roethlisberger didn't throw a TD pass, but he did manage to throw two to the other team. <laughs> uh, Miami was no better though because they didn't score a touchdown until five minutes left in the fourth quarter. No. Uh, and then they missed the two point conversion and the onside kick, like they had a hope. No. Uh, and then that's not to say necessarily that the Miami quarterback played bad because he threw for almost three hundred yards and was twenty nine for thirty six. Was it Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill? Uh, no, Tannehill went down injured at uh, some point prior to this game. It's Matt Moore. Oh, yeah. The, the, the giant beater, Matt Moore. <laughs> he, was a, he was a back – well, he was a starter for the Panthers before Cam Newton was there. hey um, Yeah. For a while. For like a season, him and Jimmy Clawson went back and forth. But, yeah, Matt oh, Moore sorry. around him. Uh, listeners, I gave you incorrect information. Roethlisberger actually threw for two touchdowns and two interceptions. Oh, okay. But he did did it on 13 of 18 passing and 197 yards passing. So it... He shared the basically To basically one quarterback of uh, Antonio Brown. (laughs) Fair enough. Because he had 124 yards and two scores. So I I wouldn't say that's a great all-around team effort, though. And, And... and that's what kills me. Now, here's what also kills me. Um, this week was the largest margin of combined victory with 76 points. So the teams that won, they really won. And it's the largest since 1990 when the format went to four teams. And the largest since 1981 overall, uh, which I didn't look up the overall since 1981 because uh, 1991 doesn't exist. But the winners won by 76 points. Like, that's not, like, close. It's not close. And every yeah. team kind of won by double digits. Yeah. So that's why I'm giving my third spot on the Mount Rushmore uh, of bad playoff football teams to the 2016-2017 wildcard round. Uh, <laughs> Fair which enough. just led to, to even worse, like, <laughs> bad, bad stuff because, uh, yeah, the Falcons went and lost. Yeah, uh, to the Patriots in the Super Bowl after blowing out, they blew out Green Bay forty-four to twenty-one, uh, and New England blew out Pittsburgh by almost twenty points, thirty-six to seventeen. So dare I say, uh, the entire 2016-2017 NFL playoffs were just bad, uh, yeah. and New England should have lost that game, but Atlanta was probably also just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, New England didn't play well, and Atlanta didn't that play well. Uh, yeah, yeah. They should have won. They should have won. So, For sure. At least the wild card round is uh, number three on my, um, my Mount Rushmore. Fair enough. And Miles. Yep. It's time. Right. Actually, no, that's only number two. Sorry, fans. That's only number two. Who's your, who's your number three, Miles, on the Mount Rushmore? Oh, mine was the Bengals. <laughs> mine was the Bengals. Wait, then what was my... Miles, Miles, I'm so confused. I'm lost. Okay, I'm we've lost done four there. and three. No, I've only done two. You've only done, done two. Yeah, I've I know. Well, obviously, we've done number four and number three. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Tweet at me. Say Andrew's an idiot. <laughs> Matt Rushmore podcast. No, you're song. you're the one that wanted to go backwards. No. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. I started with the twenty. 20- 2000, 2004 Philadelphia Eagles, and now the... So, Miles, who was yep. your number two? Who was your number two of bad bad teams? All right. Um, this makeup to us, uh, well, it's like a surprise. Uh, it's the 1999 Dolphins. Um, Whoa! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Did you, 
did you that's expect my, that? that's i swear that's my number two yeah no way really <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god yeah. oh my god well i mean they had they started the year seven and one all right and like there was promise i mean dan marino's the quarterback who is gonna bet out dan marino and then <laughs> they're like here we go we're in the playoffs lose to the jaguars 62 to seven seven and they they finished the year started the year off seven and one they finished it off two two and, and six. Yeah. Two and six for a nine and seven record. They barely squeaked in. I think they were third in the division that year. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's crazy. Like they were front runners in their division and then I mean, to start seven and one and finish nine and seven, that's like <laughs> That's uh, bad. Yeah, horrible. that's bad. Um yeah, this is legitimately my number two. Uh <laughs> and I remember this I, I lived in Denver at the time as a I believe I was in sixth grade. Oh. Um and I was, I, I'll be honest, I was a Fairweather fan. I wanted to see the Jaguars win. They're the underdog team. They're the new team, but they're also 15 and 2 or yeah. 14 and 2 in the, in the season. So, you know, I think that everyone expected them to, to, to be okay. Uh, and then I, I watched this playoff game and I could only watch a portion of it because then we went somewhere for something. <laughs> um, and then I came back home like, holy crap, it's 62 to 7. <laughs> yeah, it was like 41 to nothing before the, the, the Dolphins even scored. Dang. Um, so I think the people had high hopes that it would be a good rivalry between Miami and Jacksonville, but that's not even not even be true. Miles, do you have any st- uh, other statistics uh, uh, about the team? Well, um, More players Jags, on the team during the game. Well, I had the uh, Jags had 520 yards total, so like which is they, insane. Yeah, like a team. I think the average is about 350 or something like that per game. 350 to 400. And so like, they went they way over. That. Yeah, they went. They exceeded that. I mean, and a team average. Okay, so like a high scoring team is considered to be like 30, 30 points. About 30 points mm-hmm. is a lot, and I mean they doubled that. I mean, yeah, it's sixty-two to seven against a team led by Dan Marino, and this was the game that he retired, and he was embarrassed. Yeah. And then they let him uh, sit on the bench because they were like, they, "All right, this is your last game." Yeah, yeah. Well, see, uh, that's one of my uh, my stats are for the Dolphins. They only had one hundred and thirty-one total yards. Yeah. Um, 18 rushes for twenty-one yards by a uh, no-name running back who I didn't even write down because he's a no-name. Uh, from uh, Marino and uh, his backup. Uh, do you know his backup without looking? I read it earlier. Um, <laughs> no, the, I don't remember. The great Damon Heward. <laughs> uh, com- combined, okay, combined, they were 16 for 41. Uh, and most of that was not Damon Heward uh, <laughs> passing. So most of that was Marino, you know, going out on a, on a whimper right there. I think he uh, had seven, like- three turnovers himself didn't he like uh, yes total seven total turnovers between uh, the the offense oh my god i didn't know that many Dang. seven and then they were only two of 14 on third down conversion which is that's just that's just bad yeah really bad so my my note on this is statistically just bad yeah. <laughs> yeah. so and then also what a sad end for marino uh, you know, definitely one of the greats. And unfortunately, he he never uh, won a Super Bowl, uh, yeah. let alone win go very far in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's just like great during the season, but kind of chokes up in the in the postseason. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's sad to see someone like that. It's like Dan Marino just not make it. 
Like he had so many great years, nine time Pro Bowler. Yeah, uh, like MVP. individually individually amazing. Yeah. Um all kinds of yeah. records. Yeah, that have since unfortunately well, not unfortunately, but not no, I guess not surprisingly, but I guess everyone thought they wouldn't be passed. But I think Peyton Manning or Brett Favre passed uh passed him on a lot of the stuff just because of their longevity as well. Yeah. Yeah, this is this was this was crazy. Uh, one that we picked the same team, but like, yeah. just how they how they went out, you know, yeah. it, it was so unexpected. Yeah, um, for sure. Now, unfortunately, it, the Jaguars didn't go on. If you remember, this was the year that the Titans had the Music City Miracle. Um. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so right. So they they played the Titans. The, I believe the next week in the AFC Championship, and the Titans went on to face uh the rams the greatest show on turf oh yeah so maybe it just wasn't the afc's year because that was the year that st louis won uh (laughs) it was just not meant to be yeah uh, for any team yeah really so wow okay glad to see that we match up on that i know all the playoff teams can we do it again let's 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 find out let's find out miles who is the worst nfl playoff team of all time all right, and I think we have the same one, and I'm about, I can about guarantee it. Anyway, 1940 Washington Redskins. No. You didn't? No. Okay. Okay. All nope. right. So, um, yeah, I picked the 1940 Washington Redskins. Um, they played the Chicago Bears, and the Bears won 73 to nothing. Um, now, this was the... This was a rematch. They had played a few weeks before that, and the Redskins won 7-3, and the Reds, the Redskins talked a lot of shit about them, like they were saying, like, "Oh, the Bears, they're a bunch of crybabies." Like when it gets tough and the games gets close and stuff like that, they're quitters and stuff like that. So then the Bears were like, "All right, all right, let's see what happens." And then they put up seventy three on them, on the Redskins there. Um, the Bears. Okay, so the Redskins threw a total of eight interceptions. Um, three of them were pick six, which is like where you get the interception, return it for a touchdown. Um, the Bears had a 501 yards total. Um, a funny fact about the game is the Bears kept scoring so much back in the back in the day, like when you kicked the field goal, they didn't have the nets, so the balls kept going to the fans, and literally the refs went to the Bears and said, "Listen, we can't have you continue to kick the ball into the stands. We only have one ball left, so like you're gonna have to go for two. So they kept running up the score. So <laughs> <laughs> they they made it worse." And they finished with only one ball that was, like, eligible. Wow. They were, because they kept having to go for two because, I mean, they didn't want to lose. They had to finish the game, and it was playoff game. Now, of course, this was before the merger, and this is the largest blowout in, in history of the NFL, let alone the playoffs. But, like, to win 73 to nothing. And this was a time where teams didn't score a lot, like, Mm-hmm. There was games where the final score was like eight to six or like three to two or like there was games that finished like crazy like that like low score and it just I mean they beat the shit out of like <laughs> I mean and like what was it I'm sure it was bittersweet if you were a Bears fan after all the crap the Redskins talked weeks before right. I mean God I mean ah oh, that's crazy. Of seven, I mean, I'm looking at uh, the Wikipedia page on it. Uh, here's something that stands out to me. You said 501 total yards. Yeah. 382 rushing yards. 
Yeah, yeah, that's I nuts. saw that. Most of it's <laughs> on the round, and like that—that's that, how it used to be. It's like the run game was big. They didn't pass as much, but like, I mean, that shows. Like, that's the most points ever put up in an NFL game, and like, they didn't even allow a point. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Well, I, I think that it's funny that uh, I'm looking at the game summary as well, and the line on, on Wikipedia says, Red, Redskins quarterback Sammy Baugh was interviewed after the game, and a sports writer asked him whether the game would have been different had Malone not dropped the tying touchdown pass. <laughs> Baugh reportedly quipped, sure, the final score would have been 73-7. to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, So, okay, well, you know, when even the, the losing team is like, yeah, we deserve to lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, that I mean, that's, that, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Uh, I mean, think about how much news coverage it would get if a team today, uh, it was 73 to nothing. I mean, it happens in college football, you know, semi-regularly. Yeah, the team runs up the score, but never in professional football. It's always a lot closer to, to that. The yeah, uh, and that's like it's very hard to find. Okay, so in sports in general, it's not very often we see these blowouts like this. Like at this stage, the only thing that I can think of sports-wise that was even close to well, close to this was when uh, now this is the World Cup when uh, Germany beat Brazil seven to one in oh, the yeah. semifinal. Like. That's huge. I like this was huge. This was a playoff. I know it wasn't like the semifinal to get to the Super Bowl, but like still. I mean that was yeah, it's, the the score the score itself is insane, but then you look at the stats and, and you think about the time period that it was in. Like Yeah. It, they're using the T formation as their primary offensive strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the only thing you look forward to is Redskins quarterback. He did throw even, three touchdown passes. Uh, I don't even know team. if NFL teams, if NFL teams still employ a fullback because it's just like that's not the style of the game anymore. Oh, I know. It's and, rare. And you're talking about the the T formation. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That that should let you know how how insane it is. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised you didn't agree with me on that one. No, no, I don't. And and I'll I'll tell you why, Miles. Okay. Uh, my. Uh, worst playoff football team of all time is the entire Detroit Lions franchise. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> let me uh, let me let me run down some statistics for the uh, home viewing audience. So I mentioned earlier they have not won a road playoff game since 1957. Now, granted, that was the year that they won the NFL championship, and, yeah. and not only did they win, they they blow it out. They blew the Browns out of the waters, 59 to 14. Ding. So prior to that, they'd, they'd done pretty well, you know? Okay. Yeah. Now let's, let's, let's count down the number of times they've been in the playoffs since 1957. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. 12. So it's been six, it's 12, 12 playoff appearances in 60 years. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Now they have not won they they last won a playoff game in 1991 against the Cowboys. Oh my gosh! Also a blowout, 38 to six. They then went on to the NFC Championship game, championship game, which uh-huh. they played the Washington Redskins, where they were subsequently blown out, 41 to 10. <laughs> oh my god! Makes you think if like the Cowboys would have gotten by. Like, how bad would they have been blown out? But no, no, yeah, back to the line. <laughs> Shout out to Evan, big Cowboys fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, 
Matthew Stafford uh, was drafted uh, and I, I think brought in as the the big hope yeah. of the franchise. Because in 2008, they went 0-16. Oh. 2009, they went 2-14. and 14. Uh, And they haven't been as nearly as bad since then. You know, two, since, yeah. they've, they've never... Well, actually, I was going to say they've never been worse. They've been 6-10, and 4-12 and 12 are the worst seasons. But they've always been like... Seven and nine, nine and seven, eleven and they had a couple years where eleven and five. Yeah, but never like great. Now, thankfully, the well, uh, even then, they're getting blown out of the water. Yeah, two thousand eleven, uh, wild card game against the Saints, lost twenty eight to forty five. Uh, the closest playoff game they've had is twenty to twenty four against the Cowboys in twenty fourteen. But then they played in twenty sixteen. They they played the the Seahawks twenty six to six. Yeah. So it, it's like they just like can't catch a break. Yeah. Even though the, the years that they've made the playoffs, they've always been pretty decent. Like yeah, regular season. Second, like regular season, pretty decent. And uh, you know they just can't get over that hump of oh I don't know like the Bengals winning a game. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> uh, so you know here here here's to you Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, the you know, franchise <laughs> known for killing stars: Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. The, I mean, you've you've taken these legends and just never given them a Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> you, you've screwed over so many people. They could have done so much better things elsewhere. But, okay, there's my rant for that. I just oh. no, I, it's so true. It's so true. Like people like avoid. They avoid the Detroit. They avoid Cleveland. Uh, I imagine there are people who avoid Cincinnati just because it's like, well, oh, yeah. you have not shown a, a a culture of winning consistently. Why would I go to you when yeah. Bill Belichick, I'll take less to go play for Bill Belichick, where at least I'm going to be in the playoffs every year. Oh, yeah. AFC. All right, here's a stat. All right, I want to tell you this. This doesn't go to the worst playoff teams. All right, so Tom Brady, he's been in the NFL for 16 years. All right. Mm-hmm. 12 of those years, he went to the AFC title game. <laughs> he has a 75% chance of going to the AFC title game. Now, they're playing the Jaguars, all right? So their quarterback is Blake Bortles. His career percentage to complete a pass is 59%. Tom Brady has a better chance of making the AFC title game week one of the NFL than Blake Bortles does completing the catch. <laughs> It's it's things like that and like seeing Detroit just like be bad at the playoffs. Like if I could go to Vegas and bet you know a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars every year, yeah, on the on just on them winning a game, yeah. I'd probably make money every single year. <laughs> now there's some years where it's like expected that they're going to be bad, um, and and the the Lions like the the Browns are now historically yeah. bad for many years in a row. Yeah. Uh, you know, something has to give eventually. I yeah. don't know if it's going to be this decade. The, Probably not. The, Matthew Stafford is an excellent quarterback who, if he has an opportunity to leave, should. Because he's going to get go to another team where he's probably going to be surrounded by uh, winners. Yeah, it's true. At least have an opportunity to even just win a game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Detroit just historically bad in the playoffs, even worse than the Bengals. Yeah. Because the Bengals have at least, you know, done well more mm-hmm. recently. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, um, at least on a uh, on a winning in the playoffs type of thing, you know, you have to go back to 1957 for a road win. Phew. 
Uh, that's been that's, a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you look back, like Barry Sanders, it was such a shock when he retired. Yeah. And they were doing okay. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. Like, it's 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 weird that, that, he, that he, like, just, like, up and retired randomly one, one day. And then finally, like, a couple of years ago, he's like, you know, I just – I couldn't get past losing all the time and not yeah. getting out of, like, the first round – um, and this is like, they like very candid of like, yeah, losing sucks. And as a professional football player, uh, it, I want to win. Now you look at his stats, like he was in the league for what, like 10 years, something Five, like that. Yeah. 10, 10 years. And he probably could have gone for three at least. Yeah. He I mean, retired, retired with decent stuff. Yeah. I mean, decent go 16 stuff. years. Um, the year he retired, he still ran for fourteen hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> think about okay. That. So when did he retire? What year? Ninety-eight. Okay, he could have easily like got traded and maybe played for. I mean, okay, so if he would have jumped on that Patriots bandwagon, I mean, I mean, imagine a team with Barry Sanders and Tom Brady. I mean, just look, just think of that for a minute. Wow. Yeah. Could have played with. Tom Brady. How crazy would that have been? But so here, well, that's the thing about Sanders is that he's like just tired of winning. Um. So he, I'm sorry, I'm I'm re, I, I'm not a huge Barry Sanders fan. So I'm doing this on the fly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Sanders' retirement came somewhat unexpectedly in the matter controversy. Two years earlier, he renewed his contract for thirty-four point five six million dollars over six years with an eleven million signing bonus. He retired. They demanded that he pay back half of his signing bonus. He refused, and the line sued. Uh, he got arbitrated that he only had to repay $1.833 million uh, over the next three years he had left on the contract, uh, provided that he stayed retired. Uh, before that, he offered to pay back in return for his release from the team, which the Lions refused. Dang, so they did him that dirty. they would welcome him back to the team. Man... They did. Um, they killed his career. It also says, however, it's been long-standing practice for the Lions to not accommodate players' requests for trades, and other teams were reluctant to discuss Sanders while he was still under contract. So, one, I, I think that this is like on the Lions for being sucky, just yeah. in general, mm. because you you should want the best for your players, whether it's on your team or not. Yeah, and of if course. you know that your team is not going to be decent to you know maintain at least a competitive spirit, trade away your players and, and help let them have the best time of their life. And maybe they'll come back and help, you know, they won't have bad things to say about your team, even after they gave so much. Yeah. So, you know, it would be nice if the lions could win because I think that, uh, the fans of Detroit are great in like, just generally like they're nice. They're, they're not like super, you know, annoying, they're not a horrible fan base at all. They're I mean, not you never hear anything bad base. about them. Yeah, and, and I think that's because that they've just been put through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the Browns. Like I don't give the Browns fans. It's like kill. It's like hitting a dead horse or whatever. The scene is like it's already. There's not a lot there, so it's not right. a point of like doing making doing them dirty because it's like they have to deal with enough crap. Don't crap on their team. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, like and even if you do crap on their team, they're. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. But and I then, think that's it's actually good because then when they do start to get some success, it's like, well, don't forget that two years ago we didn't win a game. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, don't forget that, which I think is good. So I, I do hope that the Lions kind of end this streak and kind of get good management and good ownership uh, yeah. behind them because I think that if they were really good, it would kind of be a good success story. You see the the, um, the return of Detroit as a city itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you look in the news, it's turning around. It's going to be a great place to live in five years. It would be great if the uh, if not just the baseball team uh, was great, but so is the uh, the football team, which probably brings more exposure to the city. Yeah. Agreed. So that's uh, that's our Mount Rushmore, Ooh. Miles. Miles, we did we we done good. We, we done good. good. I like that. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so if uh, tweet at us. Uh, if you agree, if you disagree, let us know your Mount Rushmore. Uh, you can tweet us at Mount Rush Pod uh, on Twitter. Uh, we're active on there. We will reply to you. We will tell you that you're wrong yeah. uh, and why you're wrong. Uh, yeah. but we definitely do want to hear from you. Uh, you can also listen to us on YouTube. Miles, YouTube, I, I do forget the name of uh, YouTube. YouTube. Um, it's Mount Rushmore. It's just Mount Rushmore podcast. Um, Mount yeah. Rushmore. Um, oh. yeah, but yeah, we're iTunes, Google Play Music. We have some um, ideas that we're going to be expanding our YouTube presence as well in the near future. Yep. Uh, so stick around for that. So hit that subscribe button Whoop. Uh, on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes. And please rate and review and get us up on those rankings. Um, because we want more people to hear us. We yeah, have we like appreciate. 30 total downloads and we could really use 30 more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Miles, you have uh, anything else to plug uh, before we wrap up? Um, the only thing I can see if the playoffs are this weekend, um, it's going to be Patriots and the Vikings. Ah, do you think the Vikings? I, I, th- I agree with you. I think the Patriots are going to win. And- Great for Minnesota to uh, see the Vikings uh, in the Super Bowl at home. Yeah. Because uh, I believe the Super Bowl is in Minneapolis this year. It is. That'll be crazy. Yeah. Uh, and they said that uh, would be a big problem. I'll have to talk about that on another podcast. We're talking about the <laughs> Super Bowl thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that could be a big problem. But, yeah. Here we are. Um, but, yeah, what a great podcast. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate it, as always. Uh, of course, Twitter. Uh, we're working on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, um, check them out. Yeah, and uh, let us know. I, I think we're going to try and get a uh, a new intro, uh, not a new intro, an intro in general. <laughs> uh, and I think it might be on this one. So if you like it, uh, tweet at us. Let us know. And if you don't like it, um, well, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, <laughs> so guys and and ladies, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week with another Mount Rushmore podcast uh, where we will tell you how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.